O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is Isaiah 62, verses 1 through 5. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to None But Jesus by Brooke Ligertwood. This peaceful worship song finds its center in stillness, a representation of Christ's foundation in the midst of all chaos and confusion. Instruments and voices gradually build to an outburst of praise as the text says, All my delight is in you, Lord.
Isaiah 62, verses 1 through 5. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a burning torch. The nation shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called, My delight is in her, and your land married. For the Lord delights in you, and your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a young woman, so shall your sons marry you. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. What comes to your mind when you hear the word delight? What sorts of images does it evoke? A few years ago, a poet and English professor at Indiana University named Ross Gay set out to study delight. He made it into a practice. Every day for one calendar year, Ross would ask himself, what delights me? Then he would write it down. He ended up collecting a series of what he called essayettes that eventually became a book called The Book of Delights. The book is filled with all sorts of great little stories, like a time when he and a friend were challenged to a pickup two-on-two basketball game, and he and his friend took great delight in destroying their challengers. It didn't even matter to them that they were playing a couple of 12-year-olds. There's another story about the delight of air travel while carrying a tomato seedling. Gay writes, What you don't know until you carry a tomato seedling through the airport and onto a plane is that carrying a tomato seedling through the airport and onto a plane will make most people smile at you, almost like you're carrying a baby. Now, while it's a worthwhile exercise for us to consider what brings us delight, a far more important question is this. What brings God delight? What does God delight in? Well, our passage answers that question in a way that may be surprising for many of us. According to verse 4, the Lord delights in you. He doesn't simply put up with you. He doesn't let you sneak into his presence via some sort of back door. No, he celebrates over you as a bridegroom over his bride. This is the love of our God. A love that you get to carry into this new week. So in these next few moments, I'd encourage you to take some time to thank God for his incredible love and how that love has been demonstrated in Jesus. Pray that the Spirit would help you to know its height, depth, length, and breadth.
Let's close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the Spirit of Jesus. Amen.